stuff. It's episode 42 of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. I'm your host, Mike Mason. You found my show where I talk to the creators of certified and bona fide good stuff for kids and families. On today's show, I talk to Dan and Amanda from Stories Podcast. Their show is amazing, creative, inventive, and original. They do lots and lots of original stories, plus they write original music to go with it. I had a great time talking to them and thinking about the artistic process that goes into creating a podcast. Yeah, it's not as easy as it may seem. In addition, we horse around a little bit, a very, very brief one, but I captured my daughter singing a song about going to the town of Burlingame, It was pretty cute. A lot of car noise in it, but pretty cute to hear her sing her Burlingame song. She's three years old. She's got quite a career as a songwriter ahead of her. Also have a four plus one where we count down the top four songs in my car plus one I try to get my kids to listen to. For anything and everything, and to catch up on any episode you may have missed, you can simply go to www.goodstuffpod.com. It's www.goodstuffpod.com. It's the Monday after Thanksgiving, and I'm full of gravy and full of stuffing. I loved it. Two of my favorite foods. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving, and we're thankful for lots and lots of great time with family and friends. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you at the end of the show. It's four plus one. Coming in at number four this week is Like Me and You by Raffi. Pierre lives in France. Bonnie lives in Canada. Ahmed lives in Egypt. Moshe lives in Israel. Bruce lives in Australia. Ching lives in China. Number three is Jaguar Scratching from Go Diego Go Live. We've been listening to a ton of this album. And I'm ready to not be listening to a ton of this album. Number two is Winter Party by Casper Baby Pants off his album Winter Party. Grinning ear to ear, they all took disco naps and avoided hunter's traps. Polar bear is spinning tracks, snowy owl is eating snacks. Everyone arrives and the party comes to life. Spend the winter time chilling outside, frosty birds on a telephone line. We're Number one is Your Welcome from the Moana soundtrack. Full disclosure, we tried to take all three kids to see Moana on Saturday. However, we did not make it all the way through the movie in any way, shape, or form. Got a little bit scared. It was an emotional one. Can't wait to see the movie, though. 
And this song is by Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And if you are familiar with the Good Stuff Kids podcast, you know our love for Dwayne The Rock Johnson and all things WWE wrestling runs deep, deep, deep. Enjoy. When you're staring at a demigod, what can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky. Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome. I'm just an ordinary demigod. Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky when you were waddling a high? Plus one this week is Chicago, the adult contemporary easy listening version by Suf John Stevens from his album The Avalanche. I actually can't believe this one hasn't been a plus one before. This is one of all-time favorites to listen to in the car or anytime. Big Suf John Stevens fans. Hope you enjoy. I fell in love again. All things go, all things go. Drove to Chicago. All things know, all things know. We sold our clothes to the state. I don't mind, I don't mind. I made a lot of mistakes. If you liked anything and everything that you heard on this week's 4 Plus 1 Countdown, you can find all of this music on Amazon, Spotify, or Apple Music. Support these artists. I drove to Good stuff. Here with, with Dan and Amanda from the Stories Podcast. Welcome to the Good Stuff Kids Podcast. How are you? Good, thanks. How are you? I'm doing great. It's a Saturday. We should say, we should lay out all the parameters here. It's a Saturday morning. It's about 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, my three kids are downstairs. You have dogs barking outside your door. But yep. we will forge ahead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so let's... There's a couple of kids here, too. I don't know what they're doing, but... They're pretty quiet right now. I think it's I think it's going good. Yeah, everything's going great. Everything's going great. So let's start at the beginning. How did this idea for your podcast come to be? And we should say it's Stories Podcast, available on the iTunes store, available wherever you get all your podcasts, hot and fresh. So how did the idea come about? Uh, it started, I was driving with my daughter a lot, a lot of commuting. And I listen to podcasts all the time, and she hated everything I listened to. <laughs> And uh, other stuff, obviously, a lot of the like comedian podcasts and stuff like that I listen to are just not kid-appropriate anyway. So I'm like, oh, well, this should just be like a fun story podcast. And there wasn't. And then, uh, luckily, I've always written, and luckily I had Amanda, who's always been a really good performer. And she was like, what's your training? You had a lot of musical background. I, have a, I'm, I went to school for musical theater. My first degree is a... BFA in musical theater. So I, I have music, I singing and, and then voice stuff too. I've done, I've taken like voice and speech classes and things. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah, well, yeah. I tapped her and my sister who has a similar background and uh, just started writing stuff and Googled how to produce a podcast <laughs> and started putting it out and it was pretty rough at first. But, uh, but yeah, it came together and it caught on right away. I think there was just a hunger for that kind of stuff for kids. Mm -hmm. And then since then I've seen a lot of new shows come too. So I think it's really as a genre coming into its own now. Now there's all the uh, science shows, which are really great. And, uh, yeah, a lot more story stuff and yeah, just a lot of good stuff. 
Yeah, that's the name, right? Good stuff. Yeah. Good podcast. <laughs> um, I, this the the genesis of of what you all do is very similar to how I got to the place where I'm at. I was in the car with my kids, and it was like you know, listening to these Sesame Street stories over and over. And I was like, oh my God, yeah. there has to be something different. And it led me to Story Pirates, which was like the start. And, and it, you know, it's pretty great, right? So, and then uh, I was like, well, why isn't there like a, a place to like pull it all together? And I was like, oh, I'm the place. Oh boy, <laughs> here we go. So like a similar thing. And then I had to figure out on the fly, like how to, uh, how to put something up and put it together. So it sounds like we are very much in line in that way. And, and so Amanda, you are you're the voice, I would say, right? Is that is that accurate? Yeah. And Amanda, what's what what's the what's the process like? Are you handed like a story or a script, and then you run with it and, and add your flair? Yeah. Um. So Dan writes the stories, and then I look at them on Google Docs, and then I. <laughs> A lot of times I reformat so it's a little bit easier reading-wise. Like I make it look more like a script because usually it's just written in paragraph form. Um, But I reformat it and do different colors for the different voices so it's easy to find. And then then I read them into a microphone. Um, Sometimes I record the voices separately. Sometimes I don't. Uh, Sometimes I do it all straight through. And then the songs I do separately usually. And that takes like a lot of tries. The episode this week, Dog King... King of the Dogs had a lot of voices, and I we did it together. And I listened to her, and she did it through like one take, and she was just having conversations with herself, switching voices every second, and it was so impressive. So that's got to be a, that's an amazing thing to hear, but it's got to be a kind of an amusing thing to watch as well. I'm talking to myself, like oh, that's yeah. pretty great. That's pretty amazing. Um, so you mentioned the music, and and that's a harder thing to to pull off, right? Um, is it just because? Why do you think that is? I'm just curious. There are several reasons for that. Uh, reason number one, I am a beginner instrumentalist. I'm a singer. I've been a singer forever. I just learned how to play the guitar like a couple of years ago. And um, so I'm, I'm still, you know, working on getting better at that. Uh-huh. Um, and also the ukulele and whatever, all the things I play, I like don't play very well. So there's uh-huh. that. And then, um, and then recording the different parts and then getting them to like line up um, is challenging. That took a few, like took a while to kind of understand how, if I'm going to record the guitar track and then I'm going to record the voice over it. Sometimes like when you play it back, it sounds off rhythmically. So you have to like, it takes a couple tries to get it yeah. to line up. I was um, teaching her how to produce yeah. But I was like literally like reading Audacity tutorials and then relaying <laughs> them to her. Like, like I don't know how to do it really any more than she does. Yeah, well, I mean, I it's, just it's better at technology. So like we were trying to work through it together, but neither of us really has any kind of production, like you know, right? Computer production background. Right. Well, I mean, that's fascinating, right? Because I am, a, I've been a musician, you know, essentially my whole life, and I try to, you know try to put stuff together i totally hear what you're saying i'm like oh i got the rhythm in my bones and then i listen to it and i'm like who am i kidding i'm the worst so it, yeah there's a, it's there's, so bad right it's there's like, a massive oh. learning curve so for everyone yes. out there and like i'm thinking about the peanut butter jelly war like the song <sighs> in there and like that must have been that must have been challenging to to pull off if you're like learning on the fly how to kind of do the the musical production side of things so nice work nice going y'all thank you yeah thank you yeah she'll like she want to challenge herself. Like for that one, she's like, I want to sing a duet. Write me a duet. And then I'll write one. And then she'll be like, no, that, what was I thinking? That's really like, <laughs> but, but then I said, it's too late. Yeah. And then she has to do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's great. So, so Dan, you're, you're the, you're the writer. How often are you, uh, are you writing stories and, 
and and putting this all together. Is this your job at this point, or are you all also balancing full time work? No, we both work like fifty hours a week. Yeah, <laughs> like, okay, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, I come home most nights and write a little, and then usually Thursday, Friday is like the big push to get everything done. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, I mean, so it's, I'm writing all the time and writing ideas and notes all the time, mm-hmm. and. Uh, I want to do it, you know, I'd love to do it full-time. So we're in Boston, and there's a, a startup here that's making sort of a next-generation, like, kind of Furby product. Oh. It's called Lubo. Uh-huh. Like, and so it's like a Furby, but it's all connected to the cloud. So you can, like, ask it stuff, and it'll, like, pull down. Like, you can ask it for a bedtime story, and it'll, you know, hook up to the server and then say it out loud to your kid. But it's all housed in this big stuffed animal body. Uh-huh. So it's huh. cool. So they tapped us. We're going to go into Cambridge next uh, Friday and uh, consult with them on bedtime stories and music and, like, stuff like that. So we're doing kind of cool side projects now, so it's getting really fun. Yeah, holy moly, that's amazing. Um, And I saw that you've hit a million downloads. That must have been a spectacular day. Yeah, yeah, we're getting... Since then, we're, like, already at three million now. We've, like, ratcheted way up the last two months. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Congratulations. Very, very bizarre. I mean, you probably can relate to this. It's weird to, like, because you record... Like recording podcasts is a very solitary thing. Yeah. Like even we do it together like half the time, and even then it just feels sort of, I don't know, it doesn't feel like much because you're just in your house and you record and you publish it like any other blog post. And then you look at the numbers and it feels weird to think that that many people actually are hearing it, you know? Right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, we've had feedback about people um, saying that like they they are familiar with my voice now they feel like I'm like their friend or like one of the family or something like that which is a really strange um, sort of thing especially coming from like I a live performance background like I used to perform in front of audiences and now I'm performing in front of like a way bigger audience than I ever have before but I don't see them right. and they don't feel real right, <laughs> but right, they right. are right oh, that's really, so that's really so great. that's fascinating I, I feel the exact same way you know I, yeah. I, I I'm sitting in the good stuff studios which also doubles as my and my wife's closet and uh, <laughs> you know, I'm talking to you guys and then we'll put it out into the world and and see what happens it's always fascinating to look like on a on like a Sunday morning and see like, well, there's like people listening to this on a Sunday morning. I th- I'd, yeah. like, I'd like to meet these people. They seem very nice. Um, so the, uh, how many episodes have you all done at, up, up to this point? About 60. 60. I have to double check, but yeah, 60, 59, 61, you know, a range. A range. Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere in there. And, uh, <laughs> And it just kind of took off at, a, at an early phase. So that's very cool. Like, you obviously tapped into something that people were wanting. And uh, do you feel pressure? And, Dan, this is mostly one for you to, like, keep keep pumping out the material. Yes. Like, I feel very, <laughs> like, I have sort of an internal grade I use. Like, I've talked to Amanda about this where, like, like, I'll have an idea and I'll write it. And I put myself on the weekly schedule to, like, because I'm the kind of writer and I think – probably of most writers are like this where when something is done and when it's like about to go out, I experience crippling anxiety and self doubt. (laughs) Well, I think, I mean, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That I I hear you. Like that's, that's a theme. You know, I talk to a lot of musicians and, uh, and a lot of people in the arts, you know, like us and, uh, that feeling of like, okay, well I just put a lot of time and effort into this and I'm going to put it out into the world. And well, now what? So I think that you're right on to feel that way, and, and that's not a that's not a bad thing. Yeah, so I feel like that a lot, and the only thing I found that is helpful is to just yeah having the deadline is, is has made me a much more like prolific and uh, 
just, you know, steady writer. I used to write all the time, but I'd write, you know, I'd write 50 pages of something and then I wouldn't write for a month or I'd abandon a project and start something new. So really sinking into this has been great for me. And, uh, yeah, just as a writer and it really is like having a deadline to produce and like being accountable to people is great. Like, I really love it. Yeah. And like, so sometimes like, I don't always feel like I got the most out of a story. Like, like something like peanut butter and jelly war. I feel like if I could do that again, I could get, I'd be happier with it and stuff. But on the other hand, there's a good chance that I would never be happy with it. And yeah, it's better it's just to like now. have it <laughs> yeah. out and move it's on the, to the next there. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but that, that makes all the sense, you know, every bit of sense. So um, Amanda, you have a music therapy background. Is that right? Yeah. So like, um, tell me about yeah, that. So I just yeah. got my master's degree in, in, uh, clinical mental health counseling with a specialization in music therapy. So I'm a music therapist now. I'm a board right. certified music therapist. Great. So does that, so that education piece and that, um, you know, training, does that impact how you approach any of the stories or ha has that influenced how you're doing what you're doing? Um, yeah, I think so. I certainly, when I'm, when I'm writing them, I write the music for the songs. He writes the lyrics, but then I write the music and, and when I'm putting them together, I'm, I'm mindful of creating things that are going to be easy, like catchy and like easy for kids to sing along with. Um, and usually they, they will have like sort of a, um, a format that I know is going to be like easily digestible, which is like a thing I learned about in school. Uh -huh. Um, and she gives me good script notes. Yeah, we make sure. I really want to make sure that the the stories that we're producing are. Um, I want to be. I want to. I'm using my like clinical mindset for that too to make sure that they're promoting messages that we feel positive about and that are you know they're inclusive and and you know have a good sort of moral. I feel like I'm saying it weird. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. it's like it you want to have good lessons and strong characters and. You know, I have a daughter, and we're very conscious of female characters that are more than just wallpaper or objects, you know? Right, right. And uh, good role models. And on the other hand, we're big enough now that every episode we do, we get hate mail, which is a, not, a new... Not hate mail. No, like, no hate. This is, um... Yeah, like, so sometimes. every decision we make, we get feedback on. Wow. And it's overwhelmingly positive. Like, I should say that. People are great. Yeah. But, like, probably at least once a week, we get something like... You know, this character told a white lie. Are you trying to teach my kids that lies are okay? And I'm like, no, but like, I get a... Yeah, right. Well, those, the response is, well, thank you so much for listening. That's a very good point, right? Like, yeah, that's yeah. What we always, <laughs> you, you, get, you get feedback and feedback in any way is, uh, is positive in some way, shape or form. So Dan, do you have like a notebook or, or a document where you just have all the ideas and you're just writing them all down and then you can go and pick and choose and that kind of thing? Yeah, we make good use of... Uh... So I'm like a marketer in my day job and uh, I like swear by like the Google, uh, the Google suite. So like everything, our domain and every, and our email is all through Google. And then this is like probably not interesting to people, but, <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I do all my business stuff through Google and then I have Google docs and anytime I have an idea, I just start a new Google doc and put everything in there. And then we, so when you log into the stories account, there's just pages and pages of, you know, three sentences of stories. And then when I, uh, when it's time to write one for the week. I go in and, uh, yeah, either if I don't have an idea, I can kind of scroll back through and pick an idea I've had in the past and flesh it out or, yeah. yeah. That's and we great. keep a list. Like People write in with stuff they want to hear, like Jack and the Beanstalk we did recently was right. requested a lot or Princess and the Pea or a lot, we get a lot of requests for like myths and stuff. 
mostly Greek stuff. Uh-huh. And so we try to like parcel those out because it's, it's it'd be really easy to become a show that just does Greek myths because there's so many and they're so requested. Right, right. So like try to just yeah space well, you, things yeah. out and. Well, you're yeah, like, I write down literally every idea I have ever. Right, good, <laughs> even good. if it's the dumbest things. Yeah, like, you, you got in a way, you guys are like a band. You have like your original stuff that you're really proud of, but then you you cover some of the classics, and that's yeah. that's really good. That's I'm, I'm glad to hear that that's a uh, that that's going on, and that you're not running out of ideas because you know we got your back. We'll we'll we'll, we'll hook you up. I don't know who we are, <laughs> but someone will hook you up. <laughs> Appreciate it. Yeah, <laughs> it's sort of like being a band in the same way where it's like you have your. You do the covers to lure them in, and then once you got them, right, then you, you hit, hit them with the original stuff, and that's how you keep them, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's great. Awesome. So how can we find you? You know, you're, you're on iTunes, Stories Podcast. There's a website. Tell us how all the ways to connect with you all. Yeah. Um, there's storiespodcast.com is our website. Um, and then there's you can email us at hello at storiespodcast.com or dan at storiespodcast.com or amanda at storiespodcast.com <laughs> all the variations all, all, the the ways, all the ways you can find our yep you can find our podcast on itunes or stitcher or wherever you get your podcasts you can subscribe you could rate us and review us nice. um because that's we like that too um where else are we i think we have an instagram right no. No, we don't have an Instagram. We have a Twitter, though. <laughs> okay, great. Twitter, Twitter. I mean, great. we might have an Instagram, but I don't think that we've ever logged into Maybe it. Maybe we don't update it. Anymore. I have, like, that marketer <laughs> mindset of, like, whenever I start something, I register the brand everywhere I can, uh-huh. like, because I'm used to, like, people trying to steal your ideas, like... Yeah. I work for a lot. Of, I work for. A, <laughs> Sorry. Someone's gonna steal the idea. I know. Yeah. I work for a lot of startups, uh-huh. and that's like the startup culture, you know. Right. Right. And, like yeah. I do. Yeah, I do. Like. Uh, growth hacking for startups sorry the dogs are being annoyed yeah, no, it's okay. <laughs> i can't even hear it so that's great um well i want to thank you all both for taking time it's a saturday it's recording day for you guys and i think there's a birthday party later this afternoon and there's there all is kinds a birthday of- party. my daughter's turning seven happy seven. birthday that's a big one seven's good she's milking it too oh yeah <laughs> like last night she's like can we get mcdonald's for dinner i'm like well no we can't it's bad and she's like it's my birthday weekend. And then this morning, she's like, can you put a candle in my pancakes? It's like my birthday breakfast. I'm like, all right, kid. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, birthdays are intense. Birthdays are intense. So uh, thank you all again for your time. Much, much, much appreciated. And Stories Podcast, check it out. Thanks for coming and talking to me. Thank you very yeah, much. Thank us. you. And that's going to do it for episode 42. Big thanks to Dan and Amanda from Stories Podcast. Also want to give a shout out to Kids Listen, which is a grassroots organization that I am involved with as are Dan and Amanda, which is a group of podcasters who are creating kid-centric, kid-friendly, high-quality audio content. Check them out at kidslisten.org. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this week's show, share it with a friend. Share. Think of it as gravy. You know, think of it as gravy, like someone wants some gravy, so you pass them some gravy. Maybe they didn't know they needed gravy, but what else are you going to put on your stuffing? So, if you're so inclined, share this episode of the Good Stuff Kids podcast. Thanks for listening. Talk to you very, very soon. Stuff.